0: We are the Lake Norman Catholic Guys, and this is the Lake Norman Catholic Guys podcast. Hosted by yours truly, Paul Bartman, and my sidekick, Sal Marino.
1: Nice sidekick.
0: Yes, everybody needs a sidekick. Tonight's topic is the liturgy of the Eucharist. We're continuing breaking down the Mass. And we will be talking about that tonight. So in some of our previous podcasts, we were breaking down the Mass. And so we started with the uh of Introdu- Rites.
1: The Introductory Rites, yes.
0: And then the um, liturgy of the Word. Yep,
1: so we... Uh- we take in the Word of God into the Mass,
0: and so the introductory rites. We prepare ourselves for the mercy of God. We give Him praise, ask for um, forgiveness. We participate together, um, and we get we get involvement in the Mass. And then the uh, liturgy of the Word prepares us with the Word of God, and then kind of feeds into what we're going to talk tonight about the liturgy of the Eucharist.
1: Yep, which is the Thanksgiving uh, meal.
0: Yep. And so um, the first, I guess, steps of the uh, liturgy of the Eucharist is the preparation of the altar. And so as part of that, the servers, the deacons uh, prepare the altar and the, and, and the, and the, uh, the priest. Um, and they have a crucifix on the altar. If there isn't one, they bring one and they put one on the altar. And I think Sal and I, you were trying to figure out where where the one is on our altar. The altar altar.
1: server brings up the crucifix and then we'll uh, place that at the altar.
0: Okay, and then they bring up the Roman missal as part of that, and they put it on. uh, They either put it on like a pillow or they put it on a stand. So they put it on the stand um, as part of the preparation. Yep. Um, And then along with that, they have the chalice, and they place that on the altar or on the side table and then they have a patent. It's called a patent which holds the celebrant's post. Yep.
1: So w- once that's completed, that's when the priest uh and the deacon will go to the front of the altar to accept the gifts that a brain brought up. Yep. So, so the and,
0: and then they have the purificator, which is the kind of the soul cleaner of the vessel. So they use that it's I guess I don't know if you want to call it a napkin, a cloth, and there may be multiple (coughs) ones of them that...
1: Yeah, and that's essential because obviously when uh, transubstantiation, once that's turned into the blood of Christ, they obviously need something that will wipe up the chalice. And then they they have have the vulval bowl
0: and the towel, which is for cleansing of their hands, and then they have the pall, placed over the chalice to protect it. So. If it's outside in the old days, if, if they were worshiping outside or whatever, uh, it protects the the wine or the blood um, from, yep. from anything contamination, contamination yep. or anything getting into it, and then you got the corporal, which is then the cloth that is on they put on the altar where the concentration actually concentration. Con- yep. actually i'm sorry uh, actually <laughs> concentration. concentration concentration actually occurs absolutely um. So after they, like you said, after they prepare the altar, uh, then they go the, they they go to the front for the uh, preparation of gifts. Correct. So you you have someone in the congregation bring them up usually, um, and they have collections. Part of that's the collections, correct, which is the funds that we receive from the poor or for the church or special intentions, and that symbolizes kind of the involvement. Of the congregation um, in the mass and their self-sacrifices correct. Um, um, as part of that and then they along with that is the water wine and bread are also brought up as, as part of the gifts so correct,
1: correct. and that's typically uh, <clears throat> they're chosen right before mass uh, typically on bringing those gifts up so they try to pick a family I know I've been uh, chosen with my children I've never uh, done in, it in they, the past I've done it with uh, when I was younger, but then I was an altar server too, so I used to do it all the time. Obviously, right when I was an altar server, so uh, it's a nice experience when you when you do get called, and your kids are involved in that experience. So it be, it uh, makes you feel more a part of that mass, which right. is w- which is very
0: spiritual. And then a part of that, uh, when they bring the gifts up and they put them on the on the altar, they're they're still considered gifts yeah. um, at that point, and then the presider then does a prayer of thanksgiving and he keeps the, the gifts low he never raises them up as part of that and then he places uh... the patent with the with the host on it in the middle of the corporal and then it stays there until the eucharistic prayer and it goes untouched so it sits there and then he pours a little bit of as part of that some. Uh, the wine and a little water in this chalice. Correct. And what that shows is the human and the, the divine and spiritual act. So it kind of shows the death and resurrection. It, the, it shows the symbolism of Jesus at that yep. point.
1: And, the, and those prayers, just to be clear, the Eucharist uh, prayers make clear that these prayers are offered not to Christ, but to the Father himself.
0: Yes. So. Yep. yep. And it's not a reenactment of the Last Supper, yep. it's the actual presider. It's his involvement in 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 doing uh, uh, preparing for the communion. Yep, it's, um, it's worship, basically offered to the Father. Yep, and so and, and a little bit of history too. The wine in in the in the old days or, or early years, um, they used also because the wine was so thick they put a little there was actually a practical purpose and they used water to kind of break down the wine and make it not as thick so there's there so there's a symbolic and then there was a practical purpose behind all that and then it, it, and uh, then the provider takes the chalice and he he thanks god and he puts um he puts it in the middle of the of the corporal along with like he did the bread and at this point, after he's kind of did his prayer and thanksgiving with the bread and wine and they're in a the corporal, they've gone from being gifts yep. to actually be known as offerings. Yep. And so they're not yet consecrated, but you still have to provide reverence to these offerings, and then the priest will bow these offerings and then at this point the priest will then uh, he does a prayer and then he washes his hands and that prayer comes from Psalms 51 and it's actually a way for him to wash away his sins um, and prepare for the Eucharistic prayer prior to that there's actually a purpose behind that along with the symbolism symbolism of that um in the early years when people would bring as part of their offering they would also bring chickens and a whole bunch of other gifts and so there was actually a practical reason behind it and he actually had to wash his hands because they, they were dirty right and so um actually a practical purpose behind it so at this point then the con- the congregation comes together and then they do an offering um, to the prayer and, they're, and they and they prepare the gifts for the next part which is the Eucharistic prayer so that takes us through the presentation of gifts and the preparation of the altar. So in this podcast, we wanted to start with those two pieces um, and split this up, because the, the whole Eucharistic, liturgy of the Eucharist is so involved. It's
1: so in-depth. And, uh, and like you said, when you start pulling away the levels and, and how many meanings every different act that the priest does, and where they come from, what it actually means. Um, like I said, I learned a lot, actually, from myself. I, I did
0: too in and from and, and in terms of of uh, you know even what's on the altar and the names and, and and you know the purificator and some of the terms that I guess all these years I didn't know as a Catholic what they meant i it, well, the preparation I it's, didn't know it, the true na- name of them were
1: yeah most people, i mean if you're not involved in the act itself, you wouldn't know what what those are called or what what's why they're being used
0: and, and what they meant and the gestures behind it so going through this even learning some of the stuff the little nuances i wasn't aware of yep so for this podcast we want this is kind of the preparing for the eucharistic prayer and so our next podcast we will then start talking about um the the, the, Eucharist, yeah, the prayer the eucharistic prayer yep and then, um, along with that, um, we will then go into that, and then communion, and 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 go from there. Thank you again for um, listening to us, uh, Sal and I. Hopefully, you find this informative. We hope you find this um, help you with. want to share what we're what we talk about with our seventh graders and pass along that information yep, and get
1: you. you inspired to learn more about your faith
0: and yes. the mass that you're you're going to so thanks again and God, God bless, bless and have a great night oh, my I need. yes God